Emptiness is the way. Things really are. It is the way things exist, <clears throat> as opposed to the way they appear. We naturally believe the things we see around us, like tables, chairs, houses or temples, are truly existent. We naturally believe the things we see around us are truly existent. Why? Because we believe that they exist in exactly the way that they appear. Okay, so just relax. Don't trust, try too hard. It's a big problem understanding and saying, what does that mean? No, no, just, just relax, you know. I'll start again. Emptiness is the way things really are. It is the way things exist as opposed to the way they appear. We naturally believe that the things around us, tables, chairs and houses, are truly existent because we believe that they exist in exactly the way that they appear. So just ask yourself, how do they appear? But the way they appear, the way things appear to our senses is deceptive. It is completely contradictory to the way in which they actually exist. <laughs> Big shock, isn't it? <laughs> the evidence of our senses is deceptive. It is completely contradictory to the way in which things appear. The, sorry, the way in which things exist. <laughs> it's contradictory. The evidence of us, it's what we use in courts of law, isn't it? The evidence of my senses. I saw him, I heard this, I smelt it, you know, evidence, evidence. It's all deceptive. From the point of view of ultimate truth, okay, point of view of emptiness. So how do things appear? Things appear to exist from their own side. How many sides are there? Two. The side of the object, the side of the mind. Only two sides in this problem, this, this thing, okay? There's the side of the object, side of the microphone, and the side of the mind, apprehending microphone. There's two sides. So Objects appear to us to exist from their own side. Okay? They don't depend upon our mind. This is how they appear to us. It doesn't depend on my mind. This book, which you can all see, that appears to our mind, for example, seems to have its own independent, objective existence. It seems to be outside, whereas our mind seems to be inside. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? If you check, the book seems to be outside. My mind is inside. That's how it appears. We feel that the book can exist without our mind. We believe that, don't we? The book, the book can exist without my mind. We do not feel that our mind is in any way involved in bringing the book into existence. Okay? There's no connection, there's no relationship between our mind and this book. 
It's my book anyway. We think all these objects have no relationship with my mind. My mind just comes along and it sees, it experiences all these objects which are out there waiting for me to experience them. <coughs> okay, so this is important to understand. This is our normal way of um, perceiving, our normal way of understanding the way in which things exist. They're not related to our mind, they're independent of our mind. They exist from their own side. Our mind can go away and the object exists where it is. We can take our mind to Australia and leave our book in England. That's what we think, isn't it? That's obvious. We, we, yeah, we can do that. We think. This way of existing, independent of our mind, is variously called, it's got several names, true existence, inherent existence, existence from its own side, existence from the side of the object. These are all synonymous, they're all synonyms, they mean the same thing. Okay? So this way of existing that we normally see things from its own side, true existence, inherent existence, existence from the side of the object. We can also add to that things like objective existence. It's objectively true, we say. It's objectively true. <laughs> What does that mean? So, we, so we, this is our normal view, okay? This is our normal way um, of, of uh, everyone else's. This entire universe of sentient beings is perceiving objects in this way. And Buddha is telling us that this way of things appearing to our senses is deceptive and completely contradictory to the way in which they actually exist. Yeah? So that claim that Buddha is making it's pretty outrageous, isn't it? It's pretty like, incredible for a person to stand up and say that while he was sitting down, usually. You know, it's like, it's a, how can you say that what's appearing to my senses is deceptive and completely contradictory to, to the way in which things actually exist? How can you say that? So Buddha has, we think Buddha's got a big job on, but it's us who've got the big job. We've really got to try and understand what he's saying. Not, not try and justify our own position about this. Because our own position is, it just crumbles away. You see in a few minutes, you know, it just falls away. Into, there's nothing we can say to support our view that things exist in the way they appear to us. If we use the scientific analysis of Buddha's teaching, then we can discover, we can all be scientists, inner scientists, you know, discovering for ourselves the truth of what Buddha is saying. We don't need to, this is not like a creed you know, it's like, oh, Buddha invented this belief system called emptiness. No, no. Emptiness is the truth of all things. It's the actual nature of all things. There's nothing to believe here. I mean, we need faith to give us blessings so that our mind is pacified and nourished. But what we're going to find out if we follow the teaching is the truth about the nature of things, how they actually exist. And that is liberating. It releases us. <clears throat> from all of our delusions, especially the ignorance of self-grasping. It really frees us, we become liberated, we achieve, achieve nirvana, full enlightenment through, through this knowledge. So you may have heard these teachings many times, you may still be struggling this morning thinking, oh, I don't feel very good, I'm not really listening to this. You know, don't worry, we just, <laughs> we just have to keep carrying on with uh, listening and contemplating on these teachings for a very long time before they actually start to wear away our 
long inheritance of countless lives of ignorance that we've had. Yeah, it's a slow process. You're not going to get instant realizations. So be, be, be patient, you know, this word patience, this practice of patience, quite important. <laughs>